Hey guys, Kyle back with Kyle Burrell's Unedited Podcast, episode number 63. Uh, first week of the NFL done. Um, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into our predictions. Me and my brother were not good on predictions. I was 8-7-1. He was 5-10-1. We'll also talk combat sports, obviously. Um, me and Fee had a little... Uh, we were talking yesterday. And we decided on this segment, college football jobs I would rather have over Nebraska. So we're going to go through each job I'd rather have over Nebraska currently. Then we'll get into... So we'll start off with uh, post-week one NFL rankings. Um, my post-week one, week-to-week top 11 quarterback rankings. My week week two game predictions. Uh, combat sports. College football jobs I'd rather have in Nebraska. My post-week two college football top 23 power rankings. My uh, week one... Or not my week one, my uh, my main reactions to week two, results from uh, results from my top five games of the week, and then my top my week four, week three games of the week, <clears throat> and then we'll get into fantasy football at the end. Talk about the leagues. Uh, did not do too well in the my four main ones, one and three, and combined at a rough rough go with injuries. We'll say to, we'll say the least, rough go with injuries. Um, but we made some moves. We'll talk about it uh, at the end. So let's get into my rankings here. Um, I didn't want to move them because they did beat. <clears throat> I, I thought about putting the Chiefs at one, but the. The Bills did beat the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champs, in L.A., so I kept the Bills at one, Chiefs at two, and I think it's a tier drop-off after that. I know I could be looking like an idiot come Thursday Night Football, obviously tomorrow, but I think the Chiefs are levels. Uh, the Chargers are at three for me. Um, Keenan Allen out, though, against the Chiefs could be a rough one for him. I got the Vikings actually in at four. The Vikings look phenomenal. New offense coordinator. Their offense looks a lot better. Um, and their defense looked really good. So, yeah, the Vikings are here to stay. I have them as the number one ranked team in the NFC right now. Uh, I have Tampa at five. <clears throat> Tom, Tom's notorious had some slow starts in the NFL uh, to this season. So, it's kind of like the Rodgers thing. Not too worried. I know Rodgers has less weapons now, but Tampa's, Tampa's defense looked great. Uh, Baltimore at six. Didn't think they looked too great against New York. Honestly, 24-9 win. Lamar was you know, only threw for about 215 yards, I think, something like that. But they're going to be just fine. <clears throat> I have the Rams at seven. Um, I'm not in the mood in pro football to rush and throw a team out. <clears throat> Dallas Cowboys are out of my top 16, but that's because Dak's not playing for the next five weeks. If they would have lost that game and Dak didn't get hurt, I would probably still have them in my top 16, even though they played abysmal. Um, But yeah. So yeah, I got the Rams at 7. I got the Packers at 8. I know people are going to say, how are you going to have them over certain teams with that offense? Well, they have a great defense. They do have a great defense. Their defense will keep them around here early in the season until they figure it out. And they get a good game to try to figure it out against the Bears. Uh, and then I got the Bengals at nine. I know they had five turnovers. They still should have won the game. The Bengals will be fine. Play the Cowboys this week. Talk about that game in a bit. Um, I got the Raiders at ten. Uh, didn't think they looked bad. Didn't look good. Um, I think I read where. Hold on, let me get a drink. <clears throat> 
I read where Derek Carr targeted Renfro and Waller combined 10 times and targeted Devontae Adams 17. That could be a problem this year. Is he going to pull Baker and force it, try to force it like Baker did Odell? We'll see, man. Uh, but I still have faith in the Raiders getting in the playoffs. Uh, 11, the Eagles. Offensively looked good. I think their defense did not look good. Um, and I thought that their defense was highly overrated. And uh, the the Lions and Swift and Jamal Williams had a heyday against them. Goff really picked it up in the second half to get the Lions back in it. I do like the Eagles' offense, though. Don't understand. Do not understand how the Eagles are favored against... I know they're at home favored against the Vikings. That Vikings defense is going to make it a living hell for Jalen Hurts, who still has accuracy problems. Yes, he's a beautiful fantasy quarterback. I don't think he's your franchise quarterback. He has accuracy problems. He does. It's it's there. It's there. You watch it. Just watch the game, and you can't tell me he doesn't. You just can't tell me. And I worry about their O-line. He was under pressure a lot. I worry about their O-line really in Philly. Um, at 12, I get the Broncos. Um... I know they went. Oh, I know they lost to Seattle, which people was like thinking, you know, it is a bad loss. I, Seattle's maybe gonna win four or five more games this year. Um, but Russ looked good. Russ had over three hundred yards. Uh, they took the ball out of his hands. It wasn't really Russell. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was all at all Russell Wilson's fault in that game. Uh, his both of his running backs fumbled at the one yard line. They, they should have won that game by two touchdowns. At least 10 points. I think they should have won that game by 10. You know, fumbling twice at the one. Um, could have went for it. Could have went for it on fourth and five. You know, they, they really mismanaged the time. Um, they had two timeouts and tackled inbounds at about 48 seconds. I would have called timeout and thought things through and then probably went for it. I, w- I know that, I know that McMahon- and McManus had the leg for it, I believe. I believe it was just, it was left. He can make those, no doubt he can make them, but I mean, dude, that's just a tough ass. The second longest field goal in NFL history. That's tough. Broncos are actually, I, I, their defense really picked it up in the second half. Their defense was not good in the first half. If Randy Gregory and Bradley Chubb can get consistent pass rush, I think they'll be fine. I actually, after looking at it, I know people are going to call me crazy. I actually think literally two fumbles cost them the game. They won that game by two touchdowns, but they don't fumble. They won it by two touchdowns. I actually thought, I actually like the Broncos a little bit more than the Raiders right now. And I know that's crazy to say because they lost to Seattle and Raiders lost a close one with the Chargers. I honestly think I like the Broncos a little bit more than the Raiders. I know I'm not going to have them ranked higher because you can't lose to Seattle. So I have to rank them lower than the Raiders. Raiders lost to a, the third best football team, in my opinion, in the NFL. But I do like the Broncos a little more than the Raiders today. I got the Colts at 13. Didn't I think I moved them down one. I think I had them at 12 last week. You can't tie with Houston. It's not the worst thing, but they didn't look good in the first half at all. They really showed up in the second half, but got to find a way to win that football game. Uh, Saints at 14. Again, they weren't impressive to me either. Uh, they beat the Falcons by one. But that's game one on the road. You got to be happy with a division win. They get the Bucks this week, so that's a big game. That is a highlight game for sure. Uh, Dolphins at 15. Tua looked good. Dolphins' defense looked good, obviously. I, I mean, I'll, like I said in the in, uh, in podcast prior, before the season started, the Patriots are going to struggle offensively. They're favored against the Steelers. I don't understand that. Um, I like the Dolphins, though. Tua looked good. I thought Tua looked good. It's going to be tough to get in the playoffs, but 
if their defense can, I know it was against the Patriots, but if their defense can show up and play like that, and the Patriots have a really good defense, so I think the Dolphins' offense will be better against other teams. I don't forget who they play. We'll check here in a minute. And I got the Steelers at 16. Yeah, I didn't jump up too high because I do think if the Bengals only have two or three turnovers, they win that game by a touchdown, if not more. So, but the Steelers' defense might be the best in the NFL. And Minka Fitzpatrick, stop disrespecting, he's the best safety in the NFL. I think he is. He's the best safety in the NFL. Now, they did lose TJ Watt, which is a huge hurt. I don't know about Cam Hayward. I think Najee Harris is going to be out this week. But I still like the Steelers' defense enough. Let's get into my post-week one. Week-to-week quarterback ranking. So this isn't who I necessarily think. I'm not, like, putting... I know that, like, uh, Tua had a great week, but I'm not throwing him up there. He's in my top 11. I'm not throwing him into the top five. But I am kind of going off week-to-week. You know, I'm not, go- I'm not going off of, you know, who's actually the best. Roger's not my top 12 after week one. How can he be? So I'm going at one. Right, we'll start at 11. We'll start 11 to one. 11, two attack by Loa, 23 for 33, 272 touchdowns. He was phenomenal. He was phenomenal in week one. Uh, I thought Tua played really well. I got Kyler Murray at 10. I know he was 22 for 34, 193, two touchdowns. Their offensive line could, I mean, Chiefs were getting good pressure on him. Uh, but I still have him at 10. At 9, Jalen Hurts, and this is mainly because, you know, he didn't throw for a touchdown. He was 18 for 32, 243, but he had 17 carries for 90 yards and one touchdown run. He had to run it a lot, man, and I worry about that. He's inaccurate. He has to run a lot because their O-line was not doing well against Detroit's front. So, But I still think he played well enough. Uh, at 8, I got Joe Burrow, who was 33 for 53, 338, two touchdowns. Did have the four picks. They probably should have won that game. Um, blocked PAT. Bad snap where Evan McPherson kicks the laces. You know, and then he gets, he gets dude, the O-line was not good again. They made all these changes on the O-line, and they were getting dominated by the Steelers. And TJ Watt wasn't even there on the fumble in overtime. You know, he gets sacked, basically, and then a fumble. And, they, you know, you can't advance the ball, which I hate. That, that rule is so dumb. Um, so they had to punt. And then the Mitch Trubisky made an incredible play on a on a free play where he scrambled left and threw it back to over the middle to Pat Fryermuth. And then they get in the field goal range. So, yeah, Joe Burrow. Uh, seven, I have Russell Wilson. He was 9, 22, 29 of 42, 340 yards and a touchdown. Like I said, the game was not on Russell Wilson. That game was on two fumbles and a coaching decision. Not Russell Wilson. At six, I did throw Tom Brady in there. I thought, you know, again, Tom, 45 years old, it's going to take him a little bit to get going again. I mean, at 45, didn't play in the preseason much. I don't think he played in the preseason at all. Took two weeks off. He was not. He was uh, 18 for 27, 212, a touchdown to pick. You know, it wasn't a great game, but it was it was good enough. So I got Tom. I'm not going to drop Tom that much. Uh, five, uh, five, I got Kirk Cousins, man. He looked good in that offense. 23 of 32, 277, two tuds. Justin Jefferson had 164 yards, my word. Uh, he looked very, Kirk Cousins looked very good. Lamar, I put him at four. He had, he was 17 for 30, 213, but he had three touchdowns and a pick. Um, I thought Lamar was, Lamar was fine. Uh, three, uh, Justin Herbert, 26 of 34, 279, three touchdowns. He was really good. <laughs> Justin Herbert, at one point I think it said he was 16 for 17. Wow. Uh, two, Josh Allen, 26 of 31, 297, three touchdowns, two picks. Yeah, uh, one pick wasn't his fault. Uh, the one where Isaiah McKenzie kind of just gifted it to the the uh, Buffalo linebacker. Uh, and one, obviously, Patrick Mahomes, 30 of 39, 365 touchdowns. He was unbelievable in that Chiefs offense. There's a difference this year. 
they're not always looking for Kelsey or the home run ball to Tyreek. They have Nicole. They have Sky Moore as the, you know they got as their slots. Then they got Valdez Scantling and Juju. Juju looked good besides fumbling. Um, Mahomes in that offense is uh, it's okay. Everyone was worried. You're not worried anymore. All right. So here's uh, me and Lou's game two week. Like I said, we did not do good week one. Week one is all I've always said in the NFL. Week one is the toughest to predict because wild things happen. So here we go. Thursday night football. I only think we differed on three or four games this week. Uh, Thursday night football, um, we both went with the Chiefs. I went 31-24. He went 38-27. So Sunday early games, Browns and Jets. We both went Browns. I went Browns 24-16. He went 21-7. Dolphins-Ravens. I think this is a closer. I think this is a pretty close game. Um, I have a touchdown game. Uh, Ravens 27-20. He has Ravens 24-21. Uh, Colts-Jags. I think the Colts get a win this week. Could be t- Jags look better. Um, I still think they're probably they're not going to be they're probably be picking top eight in the draft. But I think they look better. We both went Colts. I went Colts 31-21. He went 21-20. Uh, Buccaneers-Saints. Uh, I went 24-20 Bucks. This is one we differed on. Lou went 24-21 Saints. Um, Panthers-Giants. <clears throat> I went, uh, where's, did we have our upsets of the week picked? Where, uh, who was Lou's upset of the week? Um, this one. Yeah, hold on, sorry boys. Okay, so then we have Panthers Giants. I went Panthers twenty three twenty. This one we differ on as well. He went Giants seventeen fourteen. Uh, Patriots Steelers. I have twenty thirteen uh, Steelers. He has twenty four seventeen Steelers. Uh, Redskins Lions. I have uh, Lions thirty three thirty. He has Lions thirty five twenty four. So that's the Sunday early games. Let's go to the Sunday midday games. So anything after the three o'clock. Uh, 24-20, 49ers over Seahawks for me. This is Lou's upset of the week. He went Seahawks 24-17. Rams-Falcons. We both had this kind of as a blow. I think the Rams bounce back. Uh, 31-17, Rams for me. He went 35-21, Rams. Texans-Broncos. Both had this a 10-point game. I have the Broncos 27-17. He has Broncos 24-14. Cardinals-Raiders. Uh, we both have the Raiders. I have Raiders 31-27. He has Raiders 27-21. Uh, Bengals-Cowboys. He went Cowboys 24-21. This is my upset of the week. Yeah, call me a homer. You're damn right. 24-23 Cowboys, upset of the week. Sunday night football. Bears-Packers. I have Packers 24-17. He has Packers 42-20. I told them I do not think the Packers get 42. I do think the Packers win, though. Uh, Monday night football. Two games this week. Uh, first one's Bills Titans. I have the Bills 27-16. He has Bills 38-24. And then it's Vikings Eagles. He has Vikings 27-24. I have Vikings 31-23. So let's get into some combat sports, man. Uh, Canelo Alvarez, Triple G, the trilogy. Uh, thoughts, odds, prediction. Um, I don't, uh, I just, the thoughts are, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, it's really a tough one. Um, let's go. I usually, I, so I use, since sports gambling is legal in Kansas, I do, uh, 
I can't look. I do bet MGM usually. Um, I can't get for some reason my laptop does not allow me to get on my FanDuel and bet MGM. I do bet MGM for soccer and uh, boxing, main and uh, combat sports, and then FanDuel I do for football usually, um, and some soccer. Uh, let's let's get a look at it though. Uh, all sports. Um, boxing. Let's see what Bovada has. We'll just look at Bovada's odds right now. I'm sure everyone's odds are fairly similar in a boxing match. Canelo Alvarez, Triple G, where are we at? They've, I, um, what, where's the cards on 917, is it not? Canelo Alvarez right now is a minus 600 favorite to Gennady Golovkin's plus 383. I just think, I just think with Gigi's age, I think Canelo bounces back and gets a decision win. That is... I'll just give that now. That's one of my locks of the week. Weekend will be a triple. Will be Canelo via decision. Uh, is minus one hundred five for Canelo to win by decision. I think that's the bet I'm going to go with. Um, and that's obviously my prediction. I think that's the likely outcome. I mean, I just don't think he finishes Triple G. I know Triple G's older now, but I still think that chin's there and he's still tougher than shit. Uh, I think. Uh, I think Triple G can. I think he can hold on. And uh, I think he'll hold on to a decision loss. I do think Canelo wins it. Um, I'm rooting for Triple G, kind of. I mean, at this point, at this point, I'd rather have probably. Can- but if Triple G wins, I guess it sets up a fourth one, right? Because you're one, one, and one, so it would be crazy uh, if you like Triple G. I don't know if I'd if you picked him. I would probably just pick him on the line at plus at plus three eighty three. Um, 385. I don't think I would risk taking him by decision or taking him to get a finish. It's probably good odds, but I think if you were just to pick him, I would just pick him outright to win. If you were to pick uh, Triple G, but yeah, I'm going Canelo via decision. That is going to be one of my locks of the week. Uh, UFC 279. <clears throat> uh, obviously it was a big fight card. Um, we'll get into the fight card right here, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about. What's next for some of the main fighters? So for the main, we'll go to the main guard. Johnny Walker looks spectacular against Eon Kute Laba. He uh, gets a good scrambling, gets a rear naked choke submission in round one. Very surprising to me. Um, I really thought this fight would probably be a stand up. Somebody's getting knocked out type of fight. Uh, both can be a bit reckless at times, so I thought somebody would get caught, but Johnny Walker gets a submission win, and it was a big one. He needed it. He needed it, and I'm, I'm lo- I love Johnny. He's one of my favorite fighters, um, so I'm very happy for him. Great win for Johnny Walker. We'll talk about who's next for him after we go through the card. Uh, Irene Aldana versus Macy Chieson. First ever upkick finish to the body. She was on their back, upkick to the liver. Oh, it was a beautiful shot, um, and she gets the, t- the t- uh, KO win. Um, in round three, which she possibly could have been losing that fight. She probably lost round two, and I think she was losing that round as well. So I think she was on her way to losing a decision, so a big, big finish for her. Daniel Rodriguez, Lee Jane Lane, poor decision in my opinion. I had the Leech winning two rounds to one. I thought he won rounds three and one, but again, it was the last two rounds were pretty close. He, I thought he definitely won round one. Um, so yeah, the, the Leech kind of... You know, he kind of got the real short end of the stick in this card. You know, Hamza missing the weight. He had to fight a guy that weighed in at 180, and he was a 170-er. Um, so that was tough for the leech. 
Uh, Hamzat Shemaev, Kevin Holland, you know, domination, submission, darts, choke in round one. I, you know, kind of had a feeling I had round one submission, so... Yeah, I mean, Hamza is a monster. I mean, an absolute monster. An animal. Um, Nate Diaz, Tony Ferguson. Um, it was a good fight. Uh, both guys look like they're just over, they're over the hill, in my opinion. Nate looked a lot better. Tony looked real. I mean, if Tony's... Obviously, they, Nate was like, this fight should happen a long time ago. Well, if this fight happened five years ago, six years ago when it could have, I think Tony would have murdered Nate that Tony from six years ago. Now, though, Tony just doesn't look like it. He says he wants to keep fighting. That's his call. Um, but, yeah, so let's get into a little what's next for some of these uh, fighters. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. Kute Laba hasn't, you know, he's been on a little bit of a losing streak. UFC rankings. So, obviously, Nate Diaz is, is good. I think Nate does come back at some point. I wouldn't be shocked if... So let's say Jake Paul fights when? He fights in October. Nate could possibly fight Jake in January. You could get Connor versus Nate three in, in next next year of April. It's very possible. It's very possible. So let's start it off with Tony Ferguson. He says he likes the weight. Um I don't know if there's a fight in the top fifteen he can win, to be completely honest. I think maybe a Robbie Lawler fight would be fun, or Nick D or Nick Diaz fight would be fun. He's coming back. I think either of those fights could be very fun. Um, I don't want to see him against a top fifteen welterweight. Really, even a top fifteen lightweight. You know, if he moved back down to lightweight, they bump down to fifteen. A Dan Hooker fight, maybe, maybe. And I still think I pick Dan Hooker. Um, so yeah, I mean Hooker, uh, a Robbie Lawler, a Nick Diaz, something like that, something fun. You know. For Hamzat Shimaev, I think there's only one. If you're going welterweight, there's only one fight if you're not getting the title, and that's Colby Covington, my boy. Um, I think that's his toughest fight today. I don't think he can run through Colby Covington like he just did. Uh, um, Kevin Holland. Um, I, I think the problem with Hamzat is could it be the cardio? We did see him slow down against Burns. If he fights Colby, it's going to be a five-rounder. Uh, and Colby's going to want a five-rounder because he knows that plays into his advantage. After a couple rounds, is Hamzat, if Hamzat's tired, can Colby get it done late in the fight? So I love that fight. If you were to go to, there's talks of middleweight. Apollo Costa fight makes a ton of sense. They have beef. Uh, Costa's still sitting here ranked at six. You know, they're not going to, I don't think they give Hamzat Whitaker. Jared Cannonier does need a fight. You could do Cannonier. That would be interesting as well. So a Cannonier or uh, Costa if, if it's at middleweight. But at welterweight, it's got to be Colby or nothing. Colby or a title shot, I guess. That would be it. Uh, for Holland, I think you just do the Daniel Rodriguez fight now. Uh, Daniel Rodriguez now ranked. They dropped Holland out of the rankings. That's beyond me. I mean, come on. He got thrown into Hamzat last minute. I think now you do Daniel Rodriguez, Kevin Holland. That's the fight. They were supposed to fight. Let's do that one now. Uh, they also dropped the leech out of the rankings. That's ridiculous. Um, What was the... Oh, yeah, leech. I don't think he should drop down much. I think you do the leech versus Michelle Pereira, who's ranked 15th. That's an exciting fight. I think that's the fight to make for the leech. Um, our, uh, Johnny Walker now up to 11, um, a Paul Craig potentially who's there. Um, maybe Dustin Jacoby who needs a fight and he's looked very good lately. I'd say Jacoby or Paul Craig, um, for Irene Aldana, another big win. She was already ranked what two? No, she's ranked four. 
Well, we don't know what Nunez is doing. Uh, Caitlin Vieira is the rightful number one contender. You could do Aldana versus Caitlin Vieira, or if Caitlin Vieira is getting the title shot, you do Juliana Pena versus Irene Aldana. I think that's the fight. Um, yeah, but it was a fun card. Again, it wasn't not it wasn't like crazy good pay per view, but it was fun. You know, Hamzat was awesome. Leach and Daniel were kind of a little reserved, um, but then the main event, obviously, you know, you're going to get there. You know, two older guys, scrappers, and it was a scrap. Tony probably shouldn't have shot for the takedown, but it is what it is. Um, so let's take a peek. We're going to take a peek at the next card. Like I said, I don't have the fan fight picks ready, but uh, I do have the... Hold on. I can tell you who's in the lead real quick. Fan fight picks. Um, I'm at 21 points on top. My cousin Christian in second at 20 points. My uh, brother Lou, 19 points. My dad's only at 10. Rough start for him. He's going to have to battle back now. Um, but we do have a fight night coming up. Uh, Sandhagen versus Song Yadong fight card. Uh, it's not the best. Um, I think we're only probably going to pick probably just the f- maybe four fights on the main card. Uh, Sandhagen Yadong, great fight. Uh, should be a stand up war. Uh, uh, Chidi Nijokawani. Nijokawani? I think that's how you say it. Chidi Nijokawani. I believe that's how you pronounce that. Fighting Gregory Rodriguez. Good fight. Uh, really good fight. Should be a really good action-packed fight. Uh, Andre Feely's back against Bill Algeo. That's another good one. Uh, Joseph Fire versus Alan Amadovsky. So I don't know about those too much. I'll have to look at them for the picks. Tanner Bozer versus Rodrigo Nascimento. Again, not the best fight. You got Pat Sabatini fighting Damian Jackson. Anthony Hernandez fighting Mark andre Berrialt. Uh, Aspen Lads fighting Sarah McMahon. Uh, so it's a good card. Not going to knock you Obviously not going to knock your air off, but uh, good card. Uh, can't wait for the main event for sure. All right, back to, let's go here. College football jobs I would rather have over Nebraska. I went conference by conference. I have 10 SEC teams. Alabama, Georgia, Texas A&M, LSU, Florida, Auburn, Old Miss, South Carolina, Mississippi State, Tennessee. I would rather have all those jobs in Nebraska right now currently. Uh, in the Big Ten, I went Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State, Wisconsin. The Big 12, I went Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Kansas State. In the ACC, I went Clemson, Miami, Florida State, North Carolina. North Carolina is a lot better right now than Nebraska. Pac-12, I went USC, Oregon, UCLA, and Utah. And then... Other teams outside that, Notre Dame, Cincinnati, and BYU, I would rather have than Nebraska. That's how much I think they've fallen off. So my post-week two college football top 23 power rankings. Uh, we'll just we'll start off with biggest riser is Kentucky from 18 to 10. Biggest faller, Notre Dame, 9 to unranked. A&M, 6 to 17. Fell out, Notre Dame, Wisconsin, and Houston. Teams in consideration for the top 23 were Marshall, Appalachian State, Cincinnati, Kansas State, and North Carolina. So here we go. One, I got Georgia. I mean, they look like the best team in the country. Who looks better in Georgia right now? Nobody. Alabama, I got it too. Tough road win. They got it done though. Bryce Young special. Ohio State at three. Again, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba will be back. At four, USC. Offense is spectacular. Defense is worrisome, but that offense is unreal. Five, Michigan. They haven't played anybody. I know people are jumping on the J.J. McCarthy thing. They haven't played anybody, though, and they play UConn this week. 
Uh, Clemson at six. Oklahoma at seven. Oklahoma State at eight. Arkansas at nine. And then Kentucky at ten. Uh, SEC, well-represented. Uh, four teams in the top ten. Uh, I got BYU at 11. I dropped Baylor down to 12. They're 1-1 one one now. Michigan State at 13. Wake Forest at 14, who obviously Sam Hartman back. That offense is going to be electric. Florida at 15. Utah at 16. Texas A&M at 17. All three of those are 1-1. One one. Old Miss at 18. Miami at 19, who goes to A&M this weekend. Uh, Penn State at 20. Uh, Tennessee at 21. I put Texas into my top 23 because I thought they looked so good at 22. And then Oregon at 23. So college football, my week one, my main reactions to week two. Uh, Alabama, not as good as we thought. Um, I, the receivers worry me. Bryce Young is special, but the receivers do worry me. Uh, Kansas starts 2-0 and with an OT upset win at West Virginia. Rock chalk, baby. Rock chalk. Uh, I'm so happy at the start of this season. Uh, we just got we got some fight, some dog in us. Our offense looks spectacular. We look like we believe in these games now. You know, West Virginia won on the road. That's a game we lose by three touchdowns a year ago, two years ago. Uh, four touchdowns even. So the fight was unreal. You know, we were down early. It didn't look good. 14 nothing down 28-21 at half. Hold them to 14 points in the second half. KU looks, KU looks pretty good. Uh, USC has the best offense in the country, but their defense is shaky. Yeah, USC has the best offense in the country, I'd say. Uh, with the ability of Caleb Williams to run the ball, the running back uh, die from the transfer from Oregon is very good. Electric receivers, Jordan Addison, and uh, the transfer from OU. Uh, USC is fine. Uh, I was right about A&M being overrated. Yeah, you lose at home against App State, it's not good. Haynes Keen's not good. Uh, Got to get a new quarterback in there. Defense might be the best in the country, but tough offensively right now. Uh, my Notre Dame over eight and a half wins may be dead. Well, 0-2 to start, so they can only lose one more the rest of the year. So it could be dead. Yes, it very, and they got to play BYU and they got to play USC still. So results from my uh, week two top five games of the week. I went three and two. I had Arkansas over South Carolina, Alabama over Texas. I did have Florida over Kentucky, which was a loss. I had USC over Stanford, and I had Baylor over BYU. So three and two though, seven and three overall. I'll take that start. Um, I'm fine with seven and three overall. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna bounce back some big wins this week. Georgia at South Carolina is uh, the first one. I have Georgia thirty eight seventeen. Oklahoma at Nebraska. I have Oklahoma thirty four seventeen. BYU at Oregon. I actually have BYU thirty one twenty seven. So some dog. I believe I almost picked all road wins here. Penn State at Auburn twenty seven twenty. Penn State uh, number nineteen. Miami at number seventeen. A and M. I actually did go A and M twenty four twenty. I think their defense does and their offense their offense will do a little more and their defense will do enough to get the win. So let's go to fantasy football. Was a disaster for me week one. Wrong one. Sorry. Here we go. We'll go to sleeper second. Uh, if I can get this right, Google Chrome. Fantasy football. Lost week one, basically because of injuries. Um, the one I lost in this one, not as much because of injuries. Uh, week one, I played my brother. He scored 186. I scored 162. Uh, let's just look at what could have happened here. If I can see my team. Okay, so uh, Mahomes scored 42. That was beautiful. JT, 31. Justin Jefferson, 43, and I lost. Uh, Cam Akers had zero. That cost me. CeeDee Lamb had 4.9. Cost me. Deron Waller had 12. Okay. James Conner, 16.5 was good. Goblin was on his way to having a great game. He only scored six. He gets hurt. Kicker scored one. Defense scored four. For him... 
he just had more well-balanced, in my opinion. He only had one, uh, besides his kicker and defense, he only had one of his main players under 10. Hunter Henry at four. The rest of his team, 29 from Lamar, 21 from Mixon, 30 from Swift, 18 from Evans, 35 from Cup, uh, 12 from Juju, 21 from Christian Kirk. Uh, will it show my bench? Here we go. So here's my bench. Could have played Daryl Henderson or Chase Edmonds over uh, Cam Akers. That would only gave me – if I would have played Daryl Henderson, that would have given me 12 more. So I would have been at 174. Um, but I really couldn't have played anything else different. Jahan Dotson and Jerry Judy were pickups midweek, so those could have been played. Yeah, it was just a rough week. And then it was even rougher in the my, big, my biggest money league. Uh was rough. <laughs> Game center. I lost 130, 148 to 131. Golly. Dak only scoring four. That hurt me right there. Dak scoring four. Uh, I had JT and Javante Williams and Swift go off. Everybody else was abysmal. Mitchell, four, got hurt. Lamb, 4.9. Goblin, 6.5, got hurt. Uh, yeah, and Zach Ertz had 11. Defense only had four. Kicker did have 14. Full box score. Uh, who could I, I couldn't have played anything. I mean, I could have played Derek Carr. Would have gave me 11 more. Uh, could have played Terry McLaurin over Chris Goblin. Didn't really have anybody go off, though, on the bench that I could that could have won me the game. So, yeah, it was just a bad week. We made trades. Um, I now have, yeah, so I now have Patrick Mahomes. One of, it's only an eight-man league, and one of my buddies drafted two quarterbacks, so... I had to get Mahomes after Dak's injury. Couldn't roll Derek Carr. But, yeah. Um, let's get into the podcast league, huh? I did win. Week one um, matchup. Can you see week one? I want to see week one. Is it not going to let me see week one? Well, I won by a decent amount. Or, no, I actually got close, but I had the Allen Dig stack, which was huge. Um, so, yeah, I did win the podcast league. Uh, let's go to the league. Uh, teams that are 1-0. Uh, me, uh, Blazed Bala, who I play this week, Miller, and uh, Unodos Trey. He is 1-0. We have two 1-0 matchups this week, me versus Blaze Bala. So, yeah, that'll be very, very good. Uh, again, yeah, this one was just a little short recap week. Of There wasn't too much highlights going on in the combat sports world. I uh, just wanted to get one out for every predictions and reactions from this week. But uh, we'll be here tomorrow um, for the locks of the weekend for the KB and the boys. But uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.